Colossians 2, 13 and 14. And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven, what? You all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances which was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Let me just explain to you a little bit of what Paul was saying there. Back in that day, they did not have a computerized prison system where they could keep the records of all the prisoners. And so when you would go to court and you would be judged guilty of certain sins, they would write it on a piece of parchment, all the crimes that you had committed, the date in which you were judged and given a sentence, and the date in which that sentence would be completed. They would take you to prison and cast you into the prison or the dungeon. They would nail on the outside of the door this parchment so that the guards going by could roll it down and say, hmm, he's a real cookie in there. He's going to be here, but don't worry about him. We'll bury him someday. They would go by and look at all the charges, and when that date would come around that they were to get out, they would take him to the gate. They would stamp that with a seal saying paid in full, and he would be set free and would carry his parchment with him. So if someone would see him and say, hey, you're supposed to be in prison, he could say, no, it's all paid for completely. I paid the price to, to society. The scripture says here that when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, he took the scroll of all our transgressions, all our law breakings, and he nailed them to his cross and he paid for them in full with his precious blood. So that when we stand before God, we know that because of the blood of Jesus Christ, it's all paid for. Martin Luther, was, the story is told of Martin Luther being in his bedroom one night when Satan appeared at his foot of his bed and held up a scroll and said, Martin Luther, you're preaching justification by faith and look at all these sins that are against you. And Martin Luther said he began to tremble. And he said, no, I've trusted Christ. He said, look at all these sins, they're all there. He said, no, I've asked God to forgive me from those sins and I'm justified by faith. He said, just look at the list on here. And Martin Luther noticed the bottom of the scroll was rolled up a little bit. And he said, Satan, open that scroll all the way. He said, just look at all these. I said, open it. That scroll all the way. And when he rolled it down, at the bottom it said, paid in full by the blood of Jesus. And Martin Luther threw his inkwell at Satan and he disappeared like that. And there's still a spot on the wall in his bedroom where he pitched the inkwell against the wall. And that's the truth that he's saying here. You understand God's forgiveness. When God forgives, he takes it away completely, never to be remembered again. And if we're going to forgive, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven us, we need to put all those old hurts and all those mistreatments that we've had and all those resentments, put them under the blood. Never allow them to be brought forth again. Now just one warning and then we're... And that is this. Jesus warns us in Matthew the 18th chapter that if we don't forgive... You read it sometime, the, the 23rd to the 25th verses of Matthew 18... If we don't forgive, God turns us over to the tormentors. When we refuse to walk in God's obedience and under His umbrella of divine care, and in rebellion step out from under that umbrella, we come under somebody else's jurisdiction. And we are turned over to the tormentors of Satan, and we allow ourselves to be filled with resentment, with hurt, with hatred and all these spirits can move into us. We give a landing place to Satan and our life begins to be filled with turmoil and anxiety and pressures because we refuse to do what God tells us to do. Verse 25, So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also to you if you 
from your hearts. That's not your emotions. From your hearts. Forgive not everyone his brother his trespasses. You don't understand. I don't need to understand. God knows. As an act of your will, forgive. Christians should love everyone. Always, whether they deserve it or not. They should manifest love expressly, very much so, in our home relationship one with another. And if we've been mistreated by any of them, do good to them, love them. That's mandatory. The Word of God doesn't give you a choice there. That's the first thing. Treat them well. Manifest love to them. Second, rejoice. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse testings and temptations and trials, Peter James says, knowing that the trial of your faith is much more precious than gold which perishes. Begin to rejoice because God is using that piece of sandpaper or that cockleburr or that file or that uh, whatever abrasive thing that you can think of, using that to conform you into the image of Jesus Christ. If he repents, if he says, I'm sorry, will he say, that's one thing they've never done, said, I'm sorry. Have you ever manifested enough love to them to where they begin to feel guilty for what they've done and said, look, will you please forgive me? Boy, when that comes, if you will completely completely, completely, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you, completely forgive them. You will begin to experience joy and peace like you have never known before because you will be walking in obedience to God's Word. All saints should be loving and giving and forgiving and fellowshipping. And if you'll just forgive to the same extent that God has forgiven you, you'll begin to See around you, those that you thought would never come to Christ begin to see their need of knowing Jesus Christ in their heart. May I ask you this morning, how long have you been carrying resentment and hurt and unforgiveness and bitterness? Right now, Satan is probably trying to build a big wall up in front of your heart and saying, no, don't listen to that because this has just gone too far. There's no turning back. We've gone beyond the point of no return. If that's true, then take this home and throw it in the garbage can. Quit lying to yourself. Nothing has gone beyond. God says that it's possible. And if it's possible, all things are possible to them that believe. You can make your hell a heaven on earth. You say, oh, it's too long, too late. No, it isn't. It may not be done overnight, but neither did this mess that you're in today happen overnight. But it's going to have to take your initiative and determination by an act of my will. I'm not only going to love, but I am going to manifest the love of Christ to that person. And I'm going to love them to the place where they just can't stand it anymore. They're going to come and say, hey, I'm sorry. I want to be and I want to have what you have. I want to be what you are. Now, you probably tried the other route. And you know it doesn't work. Maybe you've been doing it for 10 years. Maybe you've been doing it for 30 years. How much longer are you going to try something that doesn't work? Try God's Word. It always works. Would you bow your heads with me? Would you right now in your own spirit say, Father, in Jesus' name, I confess that your Word is true. You may have a struggle praying this right now, but I ask you, if God has spoken to you this morning, I know your Word is true. And wherein there's not been a will to forgive, I'm willing to be made willing. And because you've commanded me to love, 
I choose this morning to be obedient to your word. And you know the person that God's talking to you about this morning, whoever it might be. Maybe somebody that you've been mad at for years, somebody that you've held a grudge against for years. Maybe right in the home, a husband or a wife. Will you say right now, Father, I, I, I acknowledge the word of God that he and I or she and I are one flesh. And I rebuke Satan in my home in the name of Jesus. And I bind him from my home in the name of Jesus. And I renounce as sin, say it, I renounce as sin all bitterness, hurt, hatred, resentment, retaliation. And by an act of my will, I forgive right now. Even though I don't feel like it, I forgive in the name of Jesus. And I ask you to forgive me, Father, and deliver me from these in Jesus' precious name. I thank you for your word. You said I'd know the truth, and the truth would make me free. I claim that freedom right now in Jesus' name. And I believe I'm going to see a change. And I thank you for it. Amen. If you meant that this morning with all your heart, I know God's going to begin a new work in your life. Praise the Lord.